Hello, people. I know most of you guys out there are not into cryptocurrency like I am, and that's okay. I, I understand because it's a hard concept to get your mind wrapped around if you're not a genius like me. But if you want to get into cryptocurrency and make some money, go over to ryi-unity.com or go to Twitter and just type in ryiunity. Talk to John Weir. He is the CEO and former CIA agent. He is the man. I'm telling you, you guys are going to love it. He is accessible too. If you have any questions for him, please check him out. The new cryptocurrency company everybody is talking about. Bringing full-spectrum decentralized finance to the people. With cryptocurrencies RYIU and RYIP. Low-cost cryptocurrencies with huge returns and the most authentic, innovative, and real team behind this company. Where the investors come first. Welcome to Game Tech Politics. My name is Raven. I have an exciting guest on with me tonight. This person is like my twin sister. Uh, we have more things in common than what I realized this week. She messaged me. She is a West game player. We will be talking about the West game here pretty soon. But first, uh, I want to kind of give you guys the update on what's been going on with uh, Twitter and my other social media platforms out there. I have gotten a pretty far, um, so far I've, I've been getting a really good response out of what me and Mike has accomplished so far. And I've gotten a lot of messages from uh, some high profile people, some blue check people, um, some, pol some politicians actually, I won't name names just because I told them that I wasn't going to, uh, that I do not want them. I know I had a few of them liking my posts. I told them to uncheck those likes quickly because I didn't want them to be involved or to have some spotlight on them because I kind of respect these individuals. But it's been kind of a whirlwind the past 24 hours. And I, I, um, I'm going to take a 
a little bit of a break. I'm going to take a couple days and do some other podcasts and some other material because uh, the the next episode that we have on the topic of uh, human trafficking that we did last night, I, I want to take a break from that, just a mental break, because what's to come is going to be, um, you're going to hear something that you don't want to hear. And I want to warn you guys already that the the social media the the social media that's going to be exposed uh, the part two. If you don't want to listen to it, and my ratings are down on that podcast, I completely one hundred percent understand because uh, I want to forewarn all of you listeners that we're going to play some audio clips. We're going to play some audio clips that are real. They are disturbing but they need to be put out there and and for people to be aware. So I will warn, if you guys do want to listen to the podcast, I will warn you before those audio clips are played. And that way you can fast forward them. Uh, we'll do like a 20-second audio clip and you can fast forward to 30 seconds. That way you do not have to hear what we have uncovered. So uh, there's that. But first, uh, Mel, thank you so much for joining me today. Uh, I, I, I'm really excited to have you on the show. We met through uh, gaming, uh, which I am an avid ga- gamer, and I just appreciate you taking the time to be on such short notice. Aw, thank you so much. I'm actually super excited to be here, so I'm kind of glad it worked out. Uh, this was this I, I gotta warn the audience this was take two by the way <laughs> i don't know what happened what, what i i went through the introduction and we lost her like right as soon as i'm like thanks for being here mel and i got nothing i'm like okay she did mike she didn't want to be here man <laughs> I totally, I totally ghosted you, <laughs> but I didn't, I don't know. I honestly don't know what happened either. So it's whatever. <laughs> All right. So you are a West game player and we're, we're yes. going to get that. We're going to get to that much later. We're going to force all of our West Game buddies out there to listen to this whole entire podcast until we get to the West game moment. Um, yes. so love it. I'm going to throw a lot of information out there for you and I want to get, you are an all-American girl. I mean, you even look the part. You have, you have, you know, two daughters, two sons. You have a family you take care of. And I, I just want the listeners out there, especially my, my high-profile, high you know, hootie tootie. You got uh, people out there that sit there and drink wine and read a book, them <laughs> boring fuckers out there. I want them to listen just to an all-American person on on the realities of how COVID is affecting a uh, all-American family, you know. And, and most people don't really they have their own they have their own life out there. They know what they're dealing with, but a lot of them are just oblivious, to be honest, because they don't really give a fuck. They don't care what rules are being set in place because it doesn't really affect them uh, and it hasn't hit home yet. Uh, But right now, the uh, CNN and uh, Twitter, they're going, they're working overtime to dispel 
this little uh, CDC website operation that they got going on. Now, have you checked out the CDC website lately? Uh, yes, I have. All right. And <laughs> it's fucking crazy, right? <laughs> I mean, I don't know how to say it. I don't say I don't know how to say it eloquently enough, but it's fucking crazy. <laughs> no, it is. It is. I was trying to ignore it until your podcast, and I was like, "Oh fuck!" So <laughs> let's go see what they have to say. Right, and so this, <laughs> so you have literally went on to the CDC government webpage. This wasn't. This wasn't like this conspiracy. You know how Facebook is, and you know how other social media okay. platforms are. They they dispel all of this false information out there just to get you know conservatives or Republicans or or whatever party that they belong to kind of worked up. This isn't something that is tr that is uh, they accidentally worked up the people here basically. Um, yeah. What did you see that was kind of disturbing about the CDC website? Um, well, the fact that, I mean, they're literally talking about camps and segregating people forcefully. It's, it's literally <laughs> on the government website. It is, it is yeah. like they, are, they have a plan to do this, a plan. Okay. Has your family talked about anything about this COVID fiasco, government control, masks, mandates, vaccine passports, and what have you? Um, me and my dad, who has raised me, I guess, rights, you could say. <laughs> we have for sure. I mean, I've spent hours on the phone with him talking about it. So, yes, me and my husband have talked about it and how it affects him because he's an essential worker. <laughs> and so we live through all that. You, you don't have to tell You don't have to tell us uh, where he works, but what does he do? What, what's his job? Um, he is a heavy diesel mechanic. Okay. So, and he works for an oil company. So he is essential, and uh, he also his the where he works is also um like a DOD site. So oh, wow. and Homeland Security's all over there. So yeah, so he was he worked all through that, and he worked more hours than he's ever worked the entire time we've been together. It did, was insane. Did he have a little bit of a vacation during the hack of our um, oil oil grids out there? Do you, do you know what I'm talking unfortunately, about? Unfortunately, yes, I do. And unfortunately, no. <laughs> we were not that affected by that here in Michigan. But he did not because, I mean, the trucks still have to run. So That's right. They're okay. broken. He's got to fix them. <laughs> so what, what, what's – and you can be as open and you can use colorful language like me. I don't really care. But what kind of conversations do you have with your dad about all of this? Because well, because he's high risk. He, he your dad is. If you're if you're listening out there, dad, I'm sorry, but you're going to a camp, brother. You're going to a camp. <laughs> yeah, he he definitely would be. But, um, you know, my dad is the one. Okay, so I grew. Up, I'll just give you some background information. Like, growing up my entire life, I'm a rush baby. And oh, that uh, Mel, Mel, hold on one second. Just pause. Just okay. keep that thought. Don't don't stop okay. that thought. But Rush Limbaugh is my number one hero of all time. I, liter 
Okay, I literally was in mourning. I cried. I did too. He had cancer. I cried the day he died, and I didn't even get out of bed for like two days. I cried like a little bitch. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. I did too. I was like distraught. And and I still am. I still am because because we need him now more than we've ever needed him in our history. I mean, he he's given us. Rush Limbaugh has given us uh, the so much in the 30 mm-hmm. years that he has been in radio, and he is the reason why I do this program every single day. I, I, want, I want to be just like him. I want to have the success just like him, and, it, and I know that he started out uh, with baseball. He started covering baseball with the Kansas City Royals. And he was, mm-hmm. a, he was a music DJ, and he got fired yeah. in Pittsburgh. He went over <laughs> to, he went over to um, California and uh, then, then moved to New York and uh, finally to Florida. And he's become, I mean, he was successful on day one. Uh, it, 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 he was, he's just an all-American hero, and he deserves every praise that we can give him. I hundred thousand percent agree on that like it's it sucks that he's gone because we definitely i agree with you we need him now yeah and and there's and he's irreplaceable that's the problem with rush limbaugh and if i could just slap him upside the head and say (laughs) man you made your you made your radio program too perfect and you were the you were too good you were like the best there's no one that's going to surpass you and now we have to listen to bumbling idiots all day and it's all your fault rush that's what i would say to him right now in heaven if if i was if i was sitting in heaven right now and i could spend a couple hours with him and then come back down on earth i would literally just beat him up because because uh, he deserves it i mean right i i get it I feel the same way. That's so funny. Catherine, if you're listening out there, if you happen to, you know, listen to this program, I'm sorry, but I mean every word. I would beat your husband up. <laughs> right? So so when did you start listening to Rush Limbaugh? Um, oh my gosh. I mean, some of my earliest childhood memories are of listening to Rush Limbaugh at either with isn't my dad it, in the car. Isn't it or crazy? I mean, Growing yeah. up listening to a political talk talk show host at a young age, I mean, mm-hmm. you what? Here's the thing. Here's the thing is what I remember. I used to listen to him when I was like <clears throat> just a little kid, maybe 13, 14 years old, and mm-hmm. uh, I think that I caught um, even some of his uh, TV program. Um, I don't remember how old I was. But I, I was just a little kid when I watched him on TV. And then throughout college, that's when I started listening to him uh, a lot. I, I couldn't in the military, but I listened to him as much as I could. But then through college, uh, he just, everything he said just completely made sense. I mean, there wasn't, there wasn't a thing... You know, when he and I love his sense of humor, you know, um, yeah, you know, with my Nazis. yeah, and that the half uh, half my brain tied behind my back and uh-huh. and the, the you know, my glorious naked body bits and shit like that. I mean, he was absolutely uh, ahead of his time. And that's why 
That's why when you guys hear me say, and I know that a lot of you people out there roll your eyes, and, and especially my West game friends out there, you, you <laughs> kind of just like, he is an egotistical little fuck. No, I'm not. I am literally trying to model myself after my hero when I say that I am not a genius, but I am. That is my right. motto, and, and I'm going to take and roll with it. Love it. Feel the same way. So, so your dad got you hooked on Rush Limbaugh, and I'm I'm guessing your dad was a, a avid Rush Limbaugh listener as well. Oh, absolutely. And then, but then as I grew up, he <laughs> he started listening to Infowars, which I always thought was <laughs> crazy. <laughs> I was like, what the are you listening to it is crazy but you know what uh the craziest people are the the smartest people in the world all right so that was like when i was in high school so of course i have like that teenage attitude where i'm like dude you're fucking nuts like get the fuck out of here with that shit like these people are not trying to kill us all they're not trying to take over the goddamn world like frogs are not gay <laughs> But they are. <laughs> but they are. I know. So I secretly it started. I started secretly, and I kept this from him. Listening to him, not even listening. I started looking at his website, um, like late at night after, shortly after I had kids, and I was like, "Let's see what's going on here," because I've always been like a political junkie. My major is actually in history and political science, so it's kind of like a. a I like the, to read the news anyways. So I was like, let's see what's going on over here. If your husband is listening, I, do you have a sister, Mel? Do you have a sister? I do. I do. <laughs> there we go. Single. All right. <laughs> you, you listening to that, sis? <laughs> she will be. I will make her. <laughs> but uh, no, uh, let me uh, give us a measure of Alex Jones. What do you, what do you think about Alex Jones? Um... I think he's ahead ahead of his time in what he's saying. That's why he's so hated. I think I think he is telling the truth, but he is also probably the biggest bullshitter that I've ever known in my entire life. Yes, not not known, but but look, but listen to. I mean, when he sits here and talks about, yeah, I've uh, I've had like four people try to kill me today. You know, I'm like, right. come yes. on, man, right. come on. You, you you're giving us that. you're giving us really good information right now with with proof and backup, and then you spill you're out running. that you're you're running it. You're running your entire program by saying you've had four people kill you today or try to kill you today, and right. just just that nonsense. You know, I, I just can't. I can listen to him for the information. Uh, I, I like his uh, little co-host uh, Troy. I, I don't even know his name. Do you know who is who? who, who? Uh, no, because I honestly I haven't listened to him in forever. Because and I've honestly never listened past like the first 20, 25 minutes where he just like recaps the news. So I get his little opinion on it, and then that's it. <laughs> because then he starts getting drama queen status, and I just can't do anymore. I'll I'll look I'll look this guy up. Uh, is I'm it not, Owen? Is it yeah Owen? It yeah that's Owen Troyer. That's the Owen, that's yeah Owen Troyer. That's that's the name that. Um, let me see here. It is Owen Troyer. So it's S H R 
O-Y-E-R. Well, they, they do have a good program and they do give out some solid information. It's just, I think the representation kind of gets a little bit completely out there. And that is why, mm-hmm. that is why a lot of people don't pay attention. But Alex Jones is ahead of his time. Now, Alex Jones has, if, if you guys do know who he is, I, I know that you'll know what I'm talking about. But for those who don't, you, there, there are videos out there uh, with him and Jesse the Body Ventura. You, you remember the mm-hmm. governor of Minnesota. He was also a wrestler for WWF. Uh, Jesse the Body Ventura was uh, interviewing Alex Jones, and Alex Jones was saying, hey, listen, uh, the elite out there are going to be creating a virus. This was 20 years ago, by the way, 20 years ago, I believe 22 years ago. Uh, mm-hmm. was saying that uh, the elites are going to be killing us in the near future. They're going to put out a virus out there, and then they're going to create a vaccine, and this vaccine is what's going to kill us. At, like, literally 20 years ago, he said this, <laughs> and people are thinking, he's batshit crazy, and here we are today. Here we are today. Right. Yeah. But uh, with with the CDC website, have have you talked to your dad about the CDC website? Um, you know, I have not. My kids go there tomorrow, and I'm gonna send him. I'm gonna show him all this stuff tomorrow because they go there on Saturdays, and then get his feedback on it. So you'll have to follow up with me on that. All right, Dad. All right, Dad. Listen up. This this is what the <laughs> CDC is going to be doing to you. Okay, you are going to be one of the first victims of our government power and they're going to basically shove you in a van and I'm going to I'm going to go ahead and read I'm going to read from the cdc.gov website okay this is a direct quote from them I'm not misquoting them I'm not paraphrasing this is a direct quote what is the shielding approach the shielding approach aims to reduce the number of severe covid-19 cases by limiting contact between individuals at higher risk, that's you, Dad, I'll go further, of developing severe disease and the general population. High-risk individuals would be temporarily relocated to safe or green zones established at the household, neighborhood, camp, or sector, or community level depending on the context and setting. They would have minimal contact with family members and other low-risk residents. Current evidence indicates that older adults, that's you, Dad, and people of any age who have serious underlying medical conditions or are at higher risk for severe illness from COVID-19, that's all you unvaccinated people out there, by the way. That's me. In most humanitarian settings, older population groups make up a small percentage of the total population. For this reason, the shielding approach suggests physically, okay, listen up, people, quote, physically separating high-risk individuals from the general population to prioritize the use of the limited available resources and avoid implementing long-term containment measures among the general population, which means the normal people. So they, they're basically going to put you off in a camp, 
probably behind bars because there's going to be limited contact. And uh, they're going to prioritize, this is a direct quote, they're going to prioritize the use of the limited available resources, which means that you only get one meal a day, Dad. <laughs> I mean, seriously, this is this shit is literally on our government website. This is not a conspiracy theory. So we have the fact checkers. I love the fact. Mike, please, we need to get a audio clip of uh, some sort of um, music behind it and of of fact checking the fact checkers okay we we need to get something going on that uh, on the lines of that for future podcasts so uh we have a uh twitter feed that is called the dispatch fact check okay so look that up it's called the dispatch fact check d-i-s-p-a-t-c-h fact check and here's the question does the CDC have a plan to put high-risk individuals in camps? Their answer? Their answer is no. <laughs> and I'm thinking, I'm, I, that, that's their answer. They No, I, I, I'll, I'll, I'm sorry, people. I got that wrong. It's no, period. <laughs> that's their answer. No, period. Okay. I just read to you what the actual website says. And they are literally oh, saying, we're, we're going to fact check this, people. We're going we're gonna to pretend that you don't know what the fuck is going on out there. And we're going to be smarter than you about it and basically tell you what, we, what, you, what you need to know about this website. So don't listen to the website. Just listen to us. Is there a, is there a uh, plan to put high-risk individuals in camps? No. Well, <laughs> I'm going to read it again. I have to. High-risk individuals, this is a quote from the CDC website, high-risk individuals would be temporarily relocated to safer green zones established at the household, neighborhood, camp, there's the word camp, sector mm -hmm. or community level depending on the context and setting. How do they get away with this, Mel? Um... <laughs> because they have people our society is stupid that's why just and say yes. it just say it yes. our society no. is absolutely fucking retarded they need to be wearing helmets so I, i'm right i mean these these people do need to wear helmets uh, <laughs> what what is since since like do you ever just uh, think to yourself, okay, this is a little bit too nuts that there's just no way that this will happen? Um, I, yes, but at the same time, I'm like, in my gut, I'm like, no, this is, this is happening. Cause all I got to do is get on Facebook and read a comment section. Yeah, but come on, like Let, let's just be real. Facebook is a bunch of garbage. I mean, you know, and, and people out there listening right now, they, they know what I'm talking about. It's a bunch of garbage, and the information out there is just a bunch of, you know, uh, conspiratorial, paranoid fucks that are schizophrenic, and they think the government's going to completely, um, you know, kill the population with bullets. I mean, that's the kind of thinking that um, that kind of generates in your head but then at the same time you're thinking this is all bullshit right 
I mean, yes and no, because, okay, have you, you are a single dad. Are you on any of these mom to mom pages as much as you're (laughs) a dad? Maybe I need to sign up. (laughs) Maybe I need to sign up because I, uh, speaking of that, let's, we're going to get off track, people. I am so sorry, but. Mel, Mel is uh, kind of curious as to how I, 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 I'm a mom, dad. I, I do not know how to do hair. I Now, I know how to paint nails. I know how to, you know, I, I take my girls about, it used to be, <clears throat> it used to be probably once a week, but I, I think now it's been about once every two or once every three weeks, I take them to the nail salon and let them get their Aww. nails done and stuff. But, um, yeah, I'm one of those guys, but like in the morning, uh, I, I tell my, I tell my beautician to, okay, do give them a haircut where I can just take a comb like three times and it's perfect. That's, that's, that's what I tell my beautician and she's like, okay, I got you. And she does it. She, she makes one, you know, she, she does wonders. And, and so, yeah, I need to definitely sign up for those, uh, mom little pages and, and try to find some tricks of the trade out there. Okay. Either. Yeah. I mean, either the mom pages or like TikTok. TikTok is great for hacks for hair. <laughs> Don't get me started on TikTok. Uh, I, 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 I can't. Do, I, I only have 365 days in a year, and I cannot, uh, I cannot take and justify spending two hours on TikTok because I, I, I'm, I'm in. You know, I'm a very, I'm a fairly young guy still, and I don't want to be that guy that has gray hair, and and I will if I if I watch TikTok. I mean, you have, you have these people that talk about like, uh, neuro, neuro, uh, terms that, you know, they're, they're, they're he, she, they, them, uh, binary, non-binary. And when they say binary, I'm thinking to myself, are they a computer language? I mean, I'm thinking to myself, like, you know, my, 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 I'm a computer science nerd. I, I got a degree in computer science. So I'm th- sitting there thinking, like, and I watch these, I watch these fucking videos and I'm like, okay, girls, you are not allowed to have a TikTok. Why, dad? Why? I'm like, no, there's no way in hell you're going to sit there and watch this shit all day. Because you'll be stupid, just like these individuals, and they're only they're only six and eight years old. So I can't sit there and describe it like you'll be stupid, just like them, you know. So I have to just basically say uh, there's stuff on there that you just cannot see, you know. I have to answer it to them just like that. But what about what about the the whole mom and 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 uh, pages that you were going to talk well, about the mom pages lead you to the the school district pages and that is where the mad arguments are happening and you can see you could tell who is smart aka done their own research are, have you have you been participating in any of your school board uh meetings um you know our school board has not had a meeting recently um there is one coming up and i'm definitely going to go to it but our our school board is doing all right so far. They have not changed anything, and I mean, we have Gretchen Whitmer as our governor. So, you are you in imagine. the fourth? Are you in the fourth district, by the way? 
Uh, you know, I actually don't even know if I am or not. I can look who, that up though. Who is your Who is your congressman or congresswoman? <clears throat> um, Haley Stevens. Okay, so you're not in the fourth district. We had on the program uh, a congressional candidate for Congress. He is in Michigan. Mm-hmm. He's uh, in the fourth district of Michigan. So I, that's why I asked. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I did not listen to that episode, but yeah, Haley. Actually, yeah, Haley Stevens is our is our representative. She's not anything to write home about either. Is she is she a Republican? Maybe I'll have her on. No, she's not. Oh, she <laughs> definitely will not come on my program then. <clears throat> definitely not. Yeah. Nope. So, okay, are you? Is your district one of those masks wearing districts and, you know, you, you know, you should get your kids vaccinated type district? Um, well, you know, we are a mix here because I'm in, well, I live about an hour north of Detroit. So I'm in between Detroit and Flint. I'm in a rural area of like Oakland County and Oakland County in Michigan used to always be solid Republican because we have like a, major like metropolitan area the closer you get to detroit or then it's all very very rural in northern Oakland county so i'm where i live now as an adult i'm like right in between those two so you've got the crazy mask wearers and then you've got the redneck hillbillies (laughs) nice yeah, I mean, we are, we're very, it's it's probably 50-50 right where I live. You, you know what's sad is that my whole, my whole entire life, and, and I have to be honest, my whole entire life, I, I always, I, I grew up where my uncle basically, uh, he was a trucker. Uh, uh-huh. He he took in um, took me on a trip, a long ass trip down to Georgia. I mean, this was day a day's days and days trip and mm-hmm. he was fucking crazy enough to give me but you know put uh, I was 12 years old at the time uh, put a 357 uh, magnum on my lap and said hey if anybody comes up to your door he used colorful language of course if anybody comes up to your door just point this at him that's the type of uh, that's the type of family I had going on plus my dad's a musician so I I've seen it all. I I've literally uh-huh. uh, been been to concerts, uh, band practices. Uh, met a ton of famous people. Um, I about died once. I'll get into that at a later podcast, which I really did actually. I I was three years old and I literally was being rushed to the hospital uh, during one of my dad's band practices because I I drunk some poison and and almost died. That's why I have a hearing. <laughs> That's why I have really bad hearing and I have a speech impediment that most people don't even know about. Yeah. And uh, I host a podcast, which 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 is uh, kind of like Rush Limbaugh. He 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 was complete during his um, last 10 years of doing uh, radio. He was completely 100 percent deaf and he had to have a cochlear implant. And and I'm I'm kind of uh, I'm almost completely deaf in my left ear. And my right ear is pretty good. I mean, fairly solid. So, um, nice. yeah, but, but so with, in regards to the, the school board and everything right now, if you look at mm-hmm. Tennessee, Tennessee is going through 
a fucking war. Uh, if you're, oh, if, yeah. if you're not, if you're not aware, uh, which I wasn't aware until today, uh, but mm-hmm. Tennessee, if you look up some videos, they're, they're throwing fists. <laughs> yeah. They are, they are not backing down and they're getting violent and, uh, it, you're going to see a lot more of that. You're going to see a lot more of that in the next few weeks. I promise you. Oh, well, I think we will here too. Cause Tennessee, I mean, uh, there's actually somebody I know in the game whose kids, he lives in Tennessee and his kids are, uh, they've already gone back. And, um, so they started earlier. Like we don't start school here till September 8th. So I would expect that to, to kick up in the next few weeks because I will not, I mean, I have three out of my four kids going to school this year and I will not put them in masks. I played the game for half a year last year and I'm not doing it this year. Absolutely not. I'm done. Done, done, done. If it comes to a point where our school district, I'm in a, I am in a half and half. Um, I live mm-hmm. in Oregon. Oregon is, uh, they, you know, it's a blue state, but we do have our red counties. It's just, it's just those two blue counties. You know, we have Lane yeah. County. Yeah. Those two counties are, the population is so big that it kind of, you know, dampen, dampens our, uh, governor, governorship. Um, but we, I live in, in a fairly medium uh, kind of 50-50 district, and uh, we have some crazies out there, of course, but I ignore them, and they ignore me, and that's just fine. Um, right. But I have, I have a problem. I, I think that what we're about to face as a country is going to be completely eye-opening, um, I think that, and we're going to play a clip here in the next couple minutes. Uh, I apologize. This is Mel's fault, Mike. I told you five to ten minute mark before the show, and uh, he was he's he's literally putting his hands up in the air and just like like whatever, dude. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm talking. Uh, yeah, uh, give us give us. I'll I'll cue you this time. I'll just go ahead and cue you. Uh, but I do. We do have a clip for you, and it's a very, very important clip. And the clip is going to be long. I have to I have to warn you. But I want you to listen to every single word. Okay. Uh, this guy his his name is Vernon Coleman, and he has his own website that is V E R N O N C O L E M A N. You can go to his website. It's vernoncoleman.com and uh, read read the articles that he has out. Watch the videos. He has taken and prophesied this years ago. He's from the UK, and he breaks it down. He, he breaks everything down to how they're doing this. This is like, you know, uh, some old dude in a rocking chair talking, and you're thinking, okay, this this guy is probably like this re- religious zealot nut out there, but no, he makes complete, complete utter common sense, uh, and it's mm-hmm. it's some scary information. What do you, Mel? What do you think? I've been drinking way too much uh, Red Bull. Uh, what do you think? The what's what's your family's opinions about COVID and where it came from and like, do you think that there's something nefarious going on? Uh, I could tell you that, you know, me, 
and my husband and my parents who both work in the medical field actively. I mean, they deal with COVID patients on a daily basis. Uh, it's definitely nefarious. However, my in-laws, they're on the opposite side of the spectrum. They are scared to death. They refuse to see me, my kids or whatever. Even though they're vaccinated now, they don't want to see my kids, especially once they start school again. <laughs> no. Because of Delta, they I, are I, I have to po- I have to I have to apologize for what I'm about to say, but um, your in-laws, not only are they batshit crazy, but they're batshit crazy for taking that vaccine, and and here's why. Now, now I pride myself being being a journalist that that wants the truth to get out there, but I'm going to give you my opinion on this shit. I think that the the global elites, if you guys look at Agenda 20. Uh, 2021 or agenda mm-hmm. 2030 it's, it's agenda yeah. 2030 yes and also the great reset uh, which is basically the same thing i want you guys to do your homework tonight i want you to look up on youtube or wherever you want to look it up at uh, i want you to look at up global leaders that talk about the great reset just i don't know what phrases you can search but just find it it's out there you can find it justin trudeau he talks about the great reset bill gates he talks about the great reset uh henry kissinger of the former secretary of state for the united states he talks about the great reset there are a lot of elites out there that that literally say the words great reset that our earth needs a great reset which means that our earth needs to be depopulated okay they said it i didn't say it they said it so i'm getting the information from them okay this is not something that i'm completely making up or completely twisting it's out of their own mouths now we come at a time we come at a pivotal moment to either think that our government is that has our best interest at heart or our government is just batshit crazy and they want to kill every fucker out there uh, known to man. Which is it? Which one, which, which one are you going to be on the side of, people? For all you listeners out there, what side are you going to take? Are you going to trust your government? And other world governments and our leaders, our world leaders, are you going to trust them or are you going to trust your own instinct and your own friends and family and your own thoughts? Which is it? Because now's the time to have those thoughts. We, You cannot delay this any further. You cannot ignore this any further. When the vaccines came out, when the vaccines came out, what happened? What 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 did we hear? Uh, all these little conspiracy theorists like myself and Mel out there and Mel's dad, we all sit there and said to people, hey, look, vaccine passports are coming. And what, what happened, people? What happened? Oh, that's batshit crazy. And, and a lot of my listeners out there ignored it. You all ignored it. You thought that it was batshit crazy that we would have to sit there and show an actual card to go into a restaurant. Well, guess what? It's happened. Look it up for yourselves. New York City has passed a mandate. San Francisco has passed a mandate that you have to have masks on and you have to have a vaccine card just to get into a restaurant. 
So all this little crazy talk about, man, that's just fucking crazy. There's no way that they'll have vaccine passport. The, the people will rise up. The fuck? We're not rising up. We're being completely complicit in all of this and just allowing this shit to happen. Complacent. I'm sorry. Complacent. We're being completely complacent and just fucking ignoring this shit like it's, it's normal. Like, oh, we're just going through a pandemic. Bullshit. If we're going to, through a pandemic, then our government would be shutting our borders down. I mean, other countries are doing it. Why aren't we doing it? You have to ask yourselves those questions. Are those the type of questions that you and your, your family talk about? Uh, yes. And it's really hard to get those, what I would think are logical questions through my in-laws' heads because they only watch uh, the local news, which, you know, our local news affiliate here in Michigan and ABC News. <laughs> so <laughs> they don't watch anything else. Oh, so Lord, really help them. Lord help. I me. know. I know. She, she, my mother-in-law is okay. She goes, I don't know why they just don't shut everything down for a year and just kill this thing. And I'm like, but you got your vaccine. So why are you worried? And she's like, well, because they're saying that the vaccines might not be good and we can still spread it. I'm like, do you really? Okay. Then what's the point of getting the vaccine? Hmm? What was, what's like, her answer? Oh, Melissa, I don't know. <laughs> I just, it's not good. We just can't risk getting sick. <laughs> well, let me tell you, mom. Let me tell you, mom, what exactly is going to happen to you, okay? You are now considered, in my eyes, a super spreader, okay? Right. You, You people out there that have trusted the government because you believe the government has your best interest at heart. You love the government. You you have a picture of the White House on your fucking wall and you pray to it every single night because that is your hero. That is the people you trust with your own health and safety. Okay? Mm -hmm. You people out there that took the vaccine, you are now a super spreader. I don't trust you. Stay the hell away from me. Why? Because it is proven, this is proven, that the vaccine that you have taken is now causing mutations. Okay? That is proven. And there is an article out there in 2015 that states that if there's any sort of virus out there and we take a vaccine, if that vaccine is not going to kill the virus, that virus is going to grow stronger and stronger and stronger. So what I think happened was our government ended up creating this virus with Dr. Fauci's help and the NIH taking and funding the Wuhan virus. I can't even say that fucking word anymore. Virology, virology yeah. lab, the Wuhan Virology Institute. That's what it's called. They have the NIH took and funded that institute. And they released this virus, whether accidentally or on purpose, which was fucking on purpose, people. And now they're trying to get us to take a vaccine because that virus didn't wipe out enough of the population. And what happened is that the, the elites out there, they just opened up a can of worms because now that they, that they released this vaccine on us, it is now going to mutate into a stronger, more deadlier virus. And I believe that our, our society and our humanity is on the verge of collapse 
the, it, it, it's just, it's looking that way. I have, I, you know, I've grew up thinking that this, this shit would never, I never would have thought that this stuff would have ever happened in my lifetime, but it's happening right before our eyes and we need to wake up to it. There's, there's no point of taking and being complacent and just ignoring those facts. Mike, can you please, I, I want to play a clip for you guys. It's going to be a long clip. I want you to bear with me, but I want you to listen to this person's words. He's going to break down what this virus, how this virus uh, escaped. He's going to break down what these vaccines do. And it's some scary ass shit. Mike, go ahead and play clip number one for me. If you've been watching my videos for a while, you'll know that I never exaggerate. You'll also know that for the last year, my predictions, assessments, and interpretations have been absolutely accurate. Now, more than ever, I need your help. Unless we work together, we are doomed. I need your help because we need to reach millions with this video. And with the big platforms and the mainstream media having banned me, I can't reach those millions without you. I believe this is the most important video I will ever make and the most important you will ever see. You have to share it. You have to do nothing for the next few days, but send this video to everyone you know or don't know who has an email address and send it to every journalist whose email address you can find. Do you remember that video in which Bill and Melinda Gates sat and smirked as they talked about how the next pandemic would make people sit up and take notice? Well, I think I know now what's going to happen. We all know that the evil elite, the Agenda 21 and Great Reset promoters, have all along intended to kill between 90% and 95% of the world's population. Sadly, I fear it's probably too late to save many of those who've had the vaccine. Millions are doomed, and I fear that many will die when they next come into contact with the coronavirus. But something has gone seriously wrong with the plans of the elite. And the result is that now those of us who haven't had the vaccine appear to be in serious danger too. We need to keep our immune systems in tip-top condition by eating wisely and taking vitamin D supplements. And we may need at some point to keep away from those who have had the vaccines. They are, I believe, now a very real danger to the survival of the human species. For longer than I like to think about it, I've been warning about the dangers of the COVID-19 vaccines. I know that they shouldn't really be called vaccines, although one official definition has been changed to accommodate them. But if I call them gene therapy, then the people who we're trying to reach, who've been told that they're vaccines, won't know what I'm talking about. Almost a year ago, I warned that the reason that the coronavirus risk was being exaggerated was partly to set up a mandatory vaccination programme. The COVID-19 fake pandemic was created in part to find an excuse for the vaccines, rather than the vaccine being created as a solution to the alleged threat posed by COVID-19. I've been warning for months that the experimental vaccines are dangerous and produce many potentially deadly side effects. The celebrities and many doctors are wrong in providing reassurance. 
I think I was right to suggest that the vaccines could kill more people than COVID-19. But it now seems likely that the vaccines may be responsible for the deaths of hundreds of millions who haven't been vaccinated. My long-term thinking has always been that the COVID-19 fraud was planned with a purpose, to kill as many of the elderly and the frail as possible. And of course to introduce mandatory vaccinations. That's what I said in my first video in mid-March 2020. That's still available on Brown YouTube. There was, of course, also the plan to destroy and then reinvent the economy to satisfy the requirements of Agenda 21 and the Great Reset. Days after that first video appeared, I was furiously attacked on the internet. My Wikipedia entry was dramatically changed. Details of all my books, TV series and columns were removed. I was described as a discredited conspiracy theorist though no one ever said who I'd been discredited by, I made a video explaining just how the Wikipedia entry was altered in order to demonise and to discredit. Many others who've questioned the official line on COVID-19 have suffered the same way. And of course, the BBC and the national press have joined in by, by attacking those who dare to question the official line by airing unacceptable truths. But now I fear that the genocidal lunatics, the horsemen of the apocalypse who planned this fraud, are leading us into Armageddon. I've long believed that the architects of this fraud expected that millions would die. However, I now believe that the evil minds who created this fraud dramatically underestimated the danger of the experimental vaccines, which they've been promoting with such vigour. Millions who've received one of the COVID-19 vaccines may die as a result of those vaccinations. I'll explain how and why in a moment. The fraud started, of course, with the wild predictions made by Ferguson of Imperial College. Ferguson's a mathematical modeler with an appalling track record. The people planning the fraud knew that Ferguson's predictions were absurd. They must have known that his track record was embarrassingly bad. But nevertheless, his predictions were used as an excuse for the lockdowns, the social distancing, the masks, and the closures of schools and hospital departments. This was all utter madness. The logical thing to do was to isolate individuals who had the infection, in the same way that people with flu are told to stay at home, and to protect the most vulnerable people, largely the elderly with heart or chest disorders. But the politicians and the advisers did everything wrong, and those who questioned what was happening were demonised and silenced. The fact is that the immune systems of healthy people are boosted through interreactions with others. Healthy children and young adults have very powerful immune systems. It's really only the elderly and the frail who are most likely to be threatened by a new virus. And yet the world's politicians and their advisers deliberately led us into a mass vaccination programme. The public were originally assured that only through a huge vaccination programme could they possibly win back some of their lost freedoms. This was always dangerous nonsense. However, the experimental vaccines which were approved so quickly were never going to do what people were told they would do. 
The vaccines weren't designed to prevent infection or transmission. The vaccines don't stop people getting COVID-19 and they don't stop them passing it on if they do get it. The vaccines merely help limit the seriousness of the symptoms for some of those who are injected. That's not what most people believe, of course. The vast majority of people who've been vaccinated believe they've been protected against the infection. It was another fraud. Apart from the rather important fact that they don't do what people think they do, there are three huge problems with the vaccines. The first problem, of course, is that these experimental vaccines have already proved to be desperately dangerous, killing many people already and producing serious adverse events in many more. The size of this particular problem can be judged by the fact that even the authorities admit that probably only one in a hundred vaccine-related deaths and serious injuries will be reported. It's impossible to estimate how many will die of allergy problems, heart trouble, strokes, neurological problems and so on, or how many will be blinded or paralysed. There's a list on my website of people known to be injured or killed by the vaccine, and it's a terrifying list to read. The death toll is terrifying, but most authorities keep insisting that these are all coincidences. When someone died within 60 or 28 days of a positive COVID-19 test, even if the test result was false, they were automatically treated as a COVID-19 death to push up the figures. But when healthy young people die within hours of having a vaccination, the deaths are dismissed as just coincidences. What a lot of tragic coincidences there have been. The second problem is the immune system problem known as pathogenic priming or a cytokine storm. What happens is that the immune system of the person who's been vaccinated will be primed to respond in a very dramatic way if that individual comes into contact with the virus in the future. The result can be catastrophic. And this is what I fear will happen in the autumn and during next winter. The people who've had the vaccine are going to be in real trouble when they next come into contact with the coronavirus. Their immune systems will overreact, and that's likely to be when there will be lots of deaths. Patients haven't been officially warned about this problem, although the evidence was published in the International Journal of Clinical Practice for October last year, the papers entitled Informed Consent Disclosure to Vaccine Trial Subjects of Risk of COVID-19 Vaccines Worsening Clinical Disease. But there's been no informed consent for patients, and I suspect that most doctors remain ignorant of the risks. Patients are being told that there are no dangers with these vaccines. The elderly and those with poor immune systems are particularly likely to be killed. And what will give you a poor immune system? Wearing a mask, being isolated from other people and not getting enough sunshine are three obvious causes. Drinking too much alcohol and smoking too much tobacco while under house arrest don't help. The extra deaths will, I fear, probably occur in the autumn when vaccinated individuals are most likely to be exposed to the virus. The coronavirus spreads most rapidly in autumn and winter. As a result of the epidemic of illnesses and deaths that will take place, governments will start promoting the next round of vaccinations. There'll be much talk of mutations, of course, and new, hurriedly prepared experimental vaccines will be produced and heavily promoted by 
celebrities who don't know anything about medicine or vaccines. Doctors who understand the dangers but who have doubts will, as usual, be silenced. All right, I am back. Now, Mel, you just listened to the clip. It is basically Vernon uh, Coleman telling us that this, this whole project was designed by the elites to kill us. And now that the virus wasn't killing enough people, they took and put these, this poison into our body. And now it is such a threat that they may have overcompensated themselves. And now our, our humanity might be on the verge of uh, non-existent. Sorry about that, people. I had some little bit of a technical difficulty with my uh, my little pup that's sitting in the lobby. I think um, she is distracted by the old janitor. Th- this guy is absolutely insanely funny. Uh, every time that I'm doing a program, there's like a window that we can take and look out of in our office. And uh, when he's sitting there mopping, he does this little like... He doesn't do it on purpose to make us laugh, but he sits there and shakes his ass while he's mopping to see a little Asian guy that's like five foot four shaking his ass is absolutely hilarious. But anyways, um, what do you think about, I mean, do you think that the government and the elites uh, have that sort of plan in place? Uh, Yes, absolutely. I never wanted to believe it and I thought it was crazy, but yes, Yes, I do, because I've seen the seen the video of Bill Gates at whatever conference he was at where he's talking about if we do a really good job with vaccines, we could wipe out, you know, however many percentage of the population he said there. And uh, then you got Fauci at a conference in 2017 saying that Donald Trump will experience a pandemic and he was absolutely sure of it. And now look who look where he's at now, like. Yes, it's a plan. It's in place. I've read this shit from the UN. It's it's not good. I I don't think that Dr. Fauci is like this evil little genius like people think he is. I used to. I used to think that Mm -hmm. he was completely in bed with this shit. But now I I think that he's just oblivious and he's just a stupid scientist. (laughs) I mean, Uh, seriously, I I think that he's just dumber than a box of rocks. Yeah, he's about the same age as Biden, so he's probably like puppet status, right? He just because I mean, he changes his mind every other day on what to do and what not to do, and just people just roll with it. So, before fine. before we go go on to the West game and some gaming stuff out there, uh, do you think that have you ever had the question in your head, what's in it for the elites? I mean, to kill off the the majority of the population. And for them to be in control of the whole world and to form a one world government, I mean, they, they, some of them have to at least have a clue about biblical stuff. They have to have a clue that, you know, the ones that do remain on earth are not going to like them very much. (laughs) So what, what's in it for them though? Literally what, what is in it for them? Well, I mean, outside of just pure control, I don't know other than. They uh, already have it. 
I, I mean, right? they, I they already have the control. They, they, they control the social media out there. You have like right. the, the clip that we just played by Vernon Coleman. He's banned everywhere. You cannot, you do not have freedom of speech anymore, people. You don't. You may think that you do, but you don't. If you post anything that is completely contrary to what their what social media's agenda, what the government's agenda is about COVID nineteen, you are literally going to be banned. I mean, shit. I had this. I'm going on my seventh Twitter account uh, because I am I'm literally outspoken. My biggest platform was seventy thousand followers. I I I had. People from like Hulk Hogan to Woody Page to Freddie Prince Jr. to Josh Wolf, um, um, those were my favorites. I, I've had a lot of blue checks follow me on my Twitter account, and they completely silenced me. And not only did they silence me uh, and, and cancel out my biggest account, but they silenced me fucking six times in a row, and now I'm on my seventh one, and hopefully they don't find out who I am. <laughs> Please do not contact Twitter and tell them, hey, this this guy, he's had six accounts, because I've worked hard to get my 200 followers back. <laughs> um, honestly, I think that might be where the whole artificial intelligence starts to come into play. Cause I mean, all this stuff is so intertwined. Like once you start going down a rabbit hole, at least you do another, another rabbit hole and I don't know, immortality, um, antichrist stuff. I mean, it just, I mean, we have a chip coming from the Pentagon. Okay, exactly. You, you, you so, read that, haven't you? Yeah. Yes, I have. It's, it's, I did. And it was, was I telling the truth? Absolutely. It's Absolutely. fucking nuts, man. It's it's crazy. It is it's crazy. It's not good. And I mean, it literally says take. And I think Joe if, even read it on the podcast that you just posted uh, yesterday. Yeah. You know, if you take it in your hand or your forehead, it's the yeah. mark of the beast. And so, I I don't I don't know how people. Do you have a Twitter account? I do, but I don't use it. Okay, I mean, so I you're you're a Facebook person then? Uh, mainly Facebook, but I really don't even use that anymore. I just, because I can't, I started shutting it all down because it was getting too much for me. <laughs> just, I had to. It's getting overwhelmed with all this stuff that's coming at us the, that we are talking about right now, and I had to take a break. The difference between Facebook and Twitter is the fact that Facebook, you can, can kind of, you you have a little bit control over the the posts and the people. It's basically a web of of the people you follow and yeah. their posts. And you know if they're if they're friends with somebody from like Colorado and they share something from Colorado, it can get to you. But that's about the extent of it. Well, with Twitter, you're exposed to pretty much everybody. It doesn't matter right. if you're following that person or not. You can still see their content by going on a thread of like CNN or New York Times. And I read some of these comments out there and I'm thinking to myself, honestly, either these are bots and they're bought and paid for and they're, they're not real people or the government has done such a good job in manipulating and propagandizing all of their material 
to the people that they have dumbed down society that fucking much. And then, so I sit there and think about those things and I'm thinking, which one is it? And it has to be the latter because I watch these fucking TikTok videos of these imbeciles out there that say, you know, I'm a fucking, I'm, I'm, I'm an, I don't have a sex. I don't have a penis or a vagina. I don't have a, I'm not a woman or a man. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just it. I'm thinking to myself, I, I literally just have to close my eyes, breathe and shut off, shut the, I, I deleted TikTok off my phone. I don't, I don't have it. The only, the only uh, TikTok videos that I watch are on Twitter. It's uh, called the page is called Liberals of TikTok. You have to watch it because that's the oh, insanity God. that we have going on in our society. So that's our little uh, shindig on COVID nineteen. That's your COVID nineteen update. Do not take the vaccine, and if you do, message me your address so I can stay the fuck away from you, super spreaders. I don't think that uh, the unvaccinated should be the ones that have to uh, be banned from restaurants and gyms and concerts and Broadway plays and all that. I think the vaccinated, mm-hmm. I think the vaccinated should stay the fuck away and stay in their homes and not get out and get into public because you guys are the ones that are going to be the cause of all the deaths in the world. Period. And if you have a problem with it, fucking message me. You, I'll, I'll invite you on the show real quick, and we'll see how stupid you really are. So the West game, the West game. How long have you been playing this amazing game that I fucking hate so much? God, I'm like eight days away from a year and I hate my fucking life. <laughs> but I still log on every day. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I am. Still spend money. <laughs> I'm about, I'm a, I'm an 11 monther. So I, you got a month on me and. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what what's your force on on the West game? You've been playing a year. What's your uh-huh. force? Okay, well, minus my shenanigans today, <laughs> <laughs> burning shit. I, I am five sixty two. Okay, um, I I would like to sit there and pretend that I walk into a gym. See, I'm I'm one of those guys that have a muscle shirt and I. Uh, muscle tank top. I have big arms, and I have big arms in real okay. life. I'm I'm cut. I have I have a, a small little six pack going on, and then I have these skinny fucking calves. That's what I look like in this West game. Is the fact that my my and I and I pretend that I'm bigger than I am. Uh, I just got zeroed by Jack the Ripper. Uh, so oh, one good. of the one of the famous uh, West game players. Ended up hitting me. My shield went down, and I log on, and I'm thinking to myself, "Shit, I just got up to 180, and now I'm back down to like 150." And it fucking sucks, man. It sucks, but you know, yeah. he got me. Let me ask you this, Mel: What state? Uh, what state are you in right now? Sixty-nine. Sixty-nine. Oh my goodness. Now I'm I'm guessing, I'm guessing that you have heard that 69 is the talk of the town and that I kind of propped you guys up a little bit. Oh, just a little bit. Just what, a little bit. What was yeah. everybody's reaction when I when I mentioned them on the podcast? 
Um, you know, <laughs> um, Turbo, he just moved here the same time I did from State 33. He was like, hey, make sure if you get on the podcast, give me a shout out. <laughs> so shout out to Turbo. But other than that, I think you're really undiscovered over here for the most part, other than the people that you know here. Okay, like uh, Cookie and um, yeah. Hot Zone and mm-hmm. uh, Road Heart. I'm not undiscovered. They just, those noobs out there, there's noobs out there that just aren't cool enough to know what this show is all about. And that's okay. I I won't, I I won't blame them. I would say that's accurate, but I mean, it's really us old timers. And I hate to say that because I don't want to admit that I've been playing this game for a year now. Um, What, what alliance are you in? Are you, are you in MH? I am an MH and I we moved here not. from XRF. Okay, so so is Roadhard a part of MH? I'm thinking he is. No, he, he? No? he is an XRF still. Okay, is uh, Hot Zone a part of 69? Yes, we just okay. rallied them earlier today. <laughs> <laughs> well, Hot Zone, I have some friends in Hot Zone. Uh, Wabbit, uh, everybody from Hot Zone. Hello, <laughs> but uh, okay. So I got a lot of shit for uh, propping sixty nine up. Of course, uh, I get a lot. I got a lot of shit for propping propping up sixty five, saying that you know they were going to be something. I just want to say something to sixty nine tonight that uh, I want you to listen carefully. Okay. Don't fuck shit up. Don't fuck shit up. Seriously, just don't fuck shit up. Okay? You guys got something good going on. When it comes to events, don't fuck shit up. When when you guys have an event coming up and it's a week before the event, don't do this tit-for-tat shit and all this drama. Just don't fuck shit up. It's that simple, people. It's that simple. I, I'm sorry to I, I have to literally say those words, but man, 65 had it made and then just it went all to hell. And I just don't want to see 69 doing that. Now, I do have some news for all the state 69, including yourself, Mel, that you probably mm-hmm. you probably won't like. Okay. I talk I talk right. I talk to a lot of players. A lot of players mm-hmm. message me. I'm talking a lot of players message me. I, I cannot give you my source, and I'm not going to give you my source because as a journalist of gaming, politics, all that stuff, you want to keep your sources hidden. I mean, that's just journalistic 101. So right. so anyone who sits there and tries to guess on who my source is <laughs> and all that shit, you just keep guessing because I'm not going to fucking tell you, okay? But my source tells me that in the next couple weeks, you guys are going to get a big surprise. And now that I put <laughs> now that I kind of put 69 on the map there and give them a little bit of attention, they're going to stir some shit up on purpose. So just be oh, careful fantastic. for that. Yeah, absolutely. You guys are going to love it. They're going to come in, they're going to fucking molly try to mollywop your guys' asses and uh, just just expect the unexpected. Continue doing what you're going to do and and try to kick ass out there. Because there are some great accounts in 69. Yes, there are, for sure. 
All right. Um, so so what what's up with State 69? Tell, this is going to be uh, a State 69 episode. And a lot of players are going to probably turn it off. Uh, Miss Chaos, uh, especially. She's, she's my number one fan. She loves no, to hate me. Here. Yeah, she... she scared of you. Uh, I'm getting my eye rolls right as we speak. Uh, there's going to be a lot of eye rolls from her in my messages. But um, tell us what, what if, if a person moves to State 69, what are they going to expect out of State 69? <laughs> well, I guess it depends on what alliance you're coming to. I mean, that that laugh does not give me any any comfort whatsoever. I think you need to talk to Baby Jesus about about. What in the hell kind of name gamer tag? Come on, guy! Really? You couldn't have thought of anything. You couldn't have thought of anything other uh, non sacked religious. I mean. Three balls would even be a better uh, gamer tag than than that. Just name yourself three I'm, balls, you know. I'm so glad you said that because I hate the baby Jesus name. But you, if you look on the polls for the person, you know the the top forty or whatever kill force, he's formerly known as SS19, and that is that's who it is. And if you're gonna come to sixty nine. You're not going to find anybody who plays harder than he does in this state right now. So he's, if your shield is down, he's coming for you. RSS or no RSS, he doesn't care. He's there for the kills. <laughs> so you, you, know, is, you know what I hate about this game is, hmm. is you, got, you got players out there that uh, yeah. I'm, not saying, I'm not saying that this guy is that player because I, I don't know who you're talking about, honestly. I will. I'll, I'll look him up. I'll figure him out. I'll watch him a little bit. Maybe I'll even put a dummy. I think I have a dummy account in 69. Oh, you're, you'll get mail. You'll get mail about him. I guarantee it okay. from people listening to this podcast. Well, what, what I hate about this game is the fact that you have these big-ass fucking players. You know, uh -huh. bil billion account or even over 600 mil, 700 mil. And they literally just the the you you look at their stats and you're thinking, man, they're fucking, they're badass players. They got fucking ten billion kills. I'm a fucking badass, motherfucker. You've been hitting people that's under two hundred mil, hundred fifty mil accounts and getting your kills that way. Why don't you challenge a big motherfucker and see how many kills you get? Okay, that takes the fucking that tests your skill level out. Okay, don't don't come at me with oh, I got ten billion kills. Yeah, motherfuckers, it's because all you do is go after small accounts, and of course you're gonna have let let me let me get into a newer state with my hundred and fifty mil account. I know how to fucking battle. I I've been playing with some of the best fucking players. They've been giving me the ins and outs of what to do. I'll, I'll ghost my fucking troops and I'll let you hit me all day long. But then I'll have a little secret fucking 500 mil account like Mel. I'll hire her as my fucking bodyguard. And when you send your fucking sheriff out and hit me, she's going to fucking come right in and tag your ass. And you'll see what what type of players we that I can fucking get. That's my, that's, I'm sorry. That was my little, you know, um, I've just, no. I've had... I've had a I've had a pretty bad week, man. 
Okay, so I totally, I totally feel that, and I've been around long enough. I mean, that's what everybody says. Oh, you billion force players, pick on somebody your own size. And my, my argument to that is always like, why? <clears throat> because they can only send so many troops in a march. I mean, why are they going to hit? Why are they going to solo somebody who is, you know, 300, 400 million or whatever? Uh, fucking two, uh, less than less than 200 mil fuck the 300 mil i mean they can what? they can hold their own can, yeah okay that much i can tell you he will do it he does not care and i'm referring to baby jesus and, or ss19 and you know what mel i'm <laughs> i'm not that t i'm not that type of gamer out there that right. that says that you shouldn't do that I, I'm, that's not what my whole point is. My whole my whole point of this game is not that you know there should be a rule for a billion player not hitting anybody smaller than two hundred mil. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is is that these billion players out there or these six hundred mil accounts out there that have ten billion kills and they they walk like they fucking have you know they they're riding on the highest horse out there they're not they don't have that much skill they just literally accumulated all these kills by hitting smaller players and they think that there's something fucking important and they're not that's what i'm trying to say right and i no and i see that i see that too but i also would say that there is i know people that that think that way but then they also they know i mean they they know they're not invincible either and they're they're humble enough to know that but everybody talks so much shit about them that it makes them be like that it just is like all right well you're gonna hate me yet i just want svs for the entire state by myself essentially <laughs> but now you're gonna hate on me for it so then it just make it breeds it breeds that level of frustration when you are a giant account in a in a smaller state, and, and that's not what sixty nine is. But I've been in states that are like that, so um, <clears throat> I see I see both sides to the argument for sure, definitely. What do you think the future holds for State sixty nine? Um, it it's it could be if we keep it together, it could be the next. I mean, it could it could be a the super next state. super could, superpower. Okay. Yeah. Which, <clears throat> why? Because I mean, I ordered it. Why? Because why? everybody is coming here. Everybody's coming here. What it's What just, made it? What made the attraction for people to come to State sixty nine? Uh, <laughs> you know, I don't know. I really don't. I came here because I, at the time I was like, I was in State thirty eight. I could not unshield. I was had to be shielded the entire time 24 7 so i came here to actually unshield and play be able to join rallies and so i poured it in here it will be a month this next move on tuesday and i poured it in here at 74 in the state by the end of that move day i was already down to 98 and right now i am currently um 114 in the state <laughs> And See, I have not, not lost that much force. I've only grown. So <laughs> that's quite a yeah. You're going backwards yeah. there, Mel. I know, and I I have not. I did well. I did get drunk, get rallied at West King by oiled field trash from twenty one. That was not fun. Buy the subscription. Buy the subscription. <laughs> <laughs> well, did did you guys participate in the West King battle at all? Uh. No. 
<laughs> no, our state had no chance. Absolutely no chance. We knew that. There's some in our state, uh, Tipton, who uh, maybe thought that we did, but... Um... <laughs> <laughs> Poor Tipton. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. I, lo- I, 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 love, I love the uh, I love the heart of you, Tipton, so props to you, my friend. Yeah, no, it's just, I mean, any any state that really hasn't been there or done that, they have no idea what it takes to be able to hold to hold that building and for that amount of time. Do There's you, no way. Do you want to know why I still play the game? Why? You, you've been playing about the same amount of time as I have. And mm-hmm. I know that you have taken and just got bored with the game. You have. Absolutely. Everybody yeah, Oh, does. yeah, for sure. I'm bored right now, actually. <laughs> yeah. The, the, reason, the reason why I keep turning my game on and uh, when I have some free time is the fact that it's the community. It's literally yeah. the community. For all mm-hmm. my non-West Game players out there, uh, all the listeners out there, I want you to just download the game. You'll be in you'll be in a state. Do not level up past level four. Your town center, don't level up to town center four. I want you guys to go over to state sixty-nine. Uh you're gonna use a teleport. You can search that little globe thing. Just type in sixty-nine when you get to town center four. Type in uh-huh. sixty-nine in the S spot. And then go over to and pour in to state sixty nine, and just uh, uh, let's. I want to see how many players that are new and uh, that have been listening to this podcast, and see. I want to see the influx of players that you guys get that are a bunch of noobs. I'm going to f- completely fuck up state sixty nine tonight. <laughs> I am going to put so many noobs in your guys' state that you're going to hate me and call for my head after this. Uh, what what what's going to come about in the next few weeks? Oh my god! Well, then you better leave freaking ONC <laughs> in state six so we can all come over here and <laughs> deal with you. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. I've already. I've already been hit by one of the biggest and most powerful people in the game. And he still has my fucking sheriff, Jack the Ripper, if you're listening out there. Why in the hell? What what threat am I to you? I mean, honestly, brother, I, I want to I wanna go out and kill some fucking bears and some fucking pigs out there. And you're not allowing me to? What? Why? Why? Why is it? I gotta ask you a question. This is a strategic question. So all my West Game strategy group out there that that hates me promoting my my uh, my podcast on your guys's page, and you're like, oh, this isn't game related. Well, you know what? Fucking, I don't care. I mean, you know, I talk, I prop you guys up enough. Just give me my thirty seconds of of uh, promotion there, and, and just deal with it. I got every everybody that listens from the West Game Strategies website. I want you to DM me. <sighs> Mike's laughing. <laughs> Mike doesn't play this game. He's like, dude, no, it's not Wait, a game what? for me. He, he doesn't. No, that's no. Not this dude, Mike. This dude. I, I, I'm going to get you on. I'm. I'm going to make sure that you turn on your mic next episode. Um, 
We don't have it set up right now tonight, but in future podcasts, we're going to start having Mike chime in. But Mike is a PC player. He's not even a console player. So he's a fake, I call him a fake gamer. He doesn't even fucking play like, you know, competitive games like West Game. If he played the West Game, I, I guarantee you he would not want to put it down, but be so frustrated that um, he he's kind of got the personality like me. But let me ask you West Game strategy players out there. I got a, I got a question for you. And Mel, I want you to be the first to answer this question. Okay. What is the strategy behind holding someone's sheriff from your state other than taking right before a, a tournament or a, an event and using that as a boost? What other than the little boost, what's the what's the purpose of holding it just to piss somebody off? <laughs> um, well, I guess it just adds to your stats for how many sheriffs sheriffs you've executed. If you're holding it and then you get the three day or whatever it is to kill. Jack the Ripper, do you honestly need to boost your stats even fucking further, dude? I mean, honestly. I <laughs> I I'm I hate I, I'm kind of scared right now to even be talking shit to this guy because like this is yeah. the this is the dude that's like muscle bound and he's like the incredible hawk. He could like just bitch slap me just like he did just yeah. the other day. Um mm-hmm. maybe I should kind of watch my words, but Fuck you, Jack. <laughs> I mean, that gold, all that all gold, all gold warlord gear. I mean, that's some serious shit. Uh, yeah. Watch out for it. And he's got yeah. all gold core gear. I mean, I was watching. I was stalking him. He he's a fucking badass. Him. He is a badass and he knows it. Uh, <laughs> I, I Now, now it, it comes to the point where I love him. And I love to fucking hate him now. I can honestly say, you guys haven't hit got hit by Jack. I have now, and I can put that on my my. Uh, I can cross that list that that little list of my. Uh, uh, what do you call it? Your bucket list. I I have that crossed off now. I've been hit by Jack the Ripper, and I got to say on my program, "Fuck you, Jack, for hitting me." <laughs> so I got I two of my bucket lists off the off there. You know. You wouldn't have to worry about that if you learned how to use that shield button. I, I, I got kids. I got kids. And you know what? You know what? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I, I normally, like for the past week and a half, I've been putting my five-day shield on. But I've, I've been so comfortable. I'm sitting here thinking in my mind, okay, I got time tonight to go ahead and fire farm. So I'll just fire farm. And then I don't end up doing it. And so when I fire farm, I'll, I'll, I'll collect as many resources as possible. And then I'll use my five day shield instead of wasting, <laughs> instead of wasting, you know, 4,500 in gold and then uh, saying, okay, now I have time to fire f- farm. So I might as well just cancel out my five day shield at four, four days, you know, and then have to redo it. Mm-hmm. I just don't like yeah. doing it. So I, that's why I didn't shield uh, and I should have. Uh-huh. And then real life gets a hold of me. My, you know, my my six and eight year old daughter. Don't judge me, by the way. But you know, when they sit there and say, "Dad, I want this," I jump up and I fucking just get it. You know, that's just me. And so I get so distracted uh, by my kids. And you know, when they say, "Daddy, let's go here," I'm like, "All right, get your shoes on, let's go." 
uh, and they're so they're so polite and kind to me. I mean that you know they're like thank you, daddy, and uh, you know it's like it melts my heart a little bit. I just don't fucking care about the game when when shit goes on like that. So that's why I drop my shield a lot, and that's why I'm a year into this game, and I'm literally at only 150 mil force. <laughs> it's so sad. Aww. I mean, it's super sweet, but now I gotta razz you because everybody always has a reason why their shield is down or whatever, but it always, everything always comes back to shield discipline. I grew up with 33. That's where I was born. Hi, Sambo. <laughs> and Sambo. Philly, all you guys over there. And yeah, I learned shield discipline there and... I've kept it through this game. If you don't want to be hit, you got to have a shield on. And that's not necessarily at you because I get it. I get the whole, you have real life. But I'm just going to tell you, and this is where I'm going to razz you. <laughs> we had a tornado come through here three weeks ago. We had no power. We didn't even have cell phone service. I literally drove an hour <laughs> away. Oh, no, you didn't. To make sure my shit was shielded. Oh, my goodness gracious. <laughs> Wow. And I have four kids who are nine, seven, five, and two. Come on, so. <laughs> kids. Get your shoes on. Mommy has to go shield for the game. That's exactly what we did because we had nothing else to do. <laughs> we had no power. We had no nothing. <laughs> You're giving your kids some bad habits. Well, they were fine. They were ready to leave because yeah. they had nothing else to do. But speaking of so. Sambo, have you, do you, have you ever seen this guy? Have you ever seen this creature? <laughs> yes, but I will not tell you what I used to say about him. <laughs> Let me. I. I will. I'm not afraid. See, I. I live. Uh, I live thousands of miles away from this dude, so I'm not that much. Of, I'm not afraid. <laughs> I just hope. I hope in my lifetime he doesn't become a millionaire and then comes and finds my ass because this motherfucker uh -huh. is like a specimen. I mean. That, this motherfucker, his knuckles are bigger than my fucking head. Literally. Like, he is the scariest motherfucker I've ever seen in my entire life. And then when he talks, when he talks, it's like mm -hmm. the softest pudding that you'll ever fucking... He, he's, like, he's like a little... I mean, he's like the softest motherfucker you'll ever talk to. He's the most polite. He's the most polite. And, and, and uh, I would... I, he, I'm, I'm telling you, I have a, so much respect for this dude. So much respect. Oh, okay. He's an asshole, but, but you know, uh, <clears throat> you know, I, yeah. I don't care about that. Yeah. I mean, oh, you're gonna get me to talk here, so Absolutely. don't come here and kill me. I promise. <laughs> but okay, so I haven't been in 33 since I was like 50 million force. You know, um, hold on, hold on. You know, Sambo knows. Okay, Sambo knows what I'm thinking right now. Sambo, if you're out there, you know what I'm thinking right now, and you're laughing your ass off because we are in tune with each other. That's all I'm going to say. Go ahead, Mel. Uh, okay, so like I said, I haven't been in 33 since I was like 50 million-ish force, total baby, um, but I like to run my mouth a lot. And <laughs> I used to always think that he looks like he needs to take a shower. <laughs> no, Mel. <laughs> This motherfucker's clean cut. He has a good picture going on. I like, I, look, like if I was that big, I would be fucking, I would be doing what he's doing right now. He, no. Oh my 
god, I know, they, but that's the truth. But then I this motherfucker's a family with, man too. You know that, right? I he know, is an absolute yes, family man. That that I is he I I think he's probably one of the the he's prob you know, I don't know him completely like one hundred percent. But you know he's probably like the hero of the family, you know. That that's the type of character oh, I I see absolutely. him being. Yeah. Yeah. No, he is. And then I listen to obviously I listen to all the podcasts of yours with him on it. And I'm like, oh, let's see what he has to say. Um, and because when I was in 33, he was definitely like the dick of the state. Everybody hated him. <laughs> <laughs> where that comes from and you know now that i'm he sends me hearts uh, by the way (laughs) no i'm joking i mean all all the guys that everybody hates in this game they're really all big teddy bears they really are i will attest to that so i'll give a shout out to scuba right now speaking of teddy bears (laughs) yeah the only person that i really don't like and i don't even know how to pronounce his name is called colican i think he's still in 33 but he's just the first person to ever zero me so that's why I don't like him. Uh, <laughs> he doesn't even know that until now. All right. Well, Mel, I, I appreciate you coming on the program so much. It's been a pleasure to have you on. Yeah, and uh, we'll de- definitely, definitely do it again and do like a recap of, uh, well, you know what? We'll do a TikTok episode. I'll, I'll, I'll take and get Let's some. Uh, Mike, you're going to have to give me some clips of your favorite TikTok moments and we will play some TikToks, and that way um, we can both make fun of them together. Sound good? Sounds good to me. All right. And if you guys do like this podcast, uh, it is sponsored by ryi-unity.com. Have you ever checked out ryi-unity? No. You should because they are the hottest cryptocurrency out there on the market today. It's like buying Bitcoin eight years ago. You're going to love the the experience of learning so much about cryptocurrency. This The guy that runs it, his name is John Weir. He worked in the CIA. He's a military man. He was uh, uh, in the Marine Corps. And he's not in the shadows. A lot of these cryptocurrencies out there, you'll find that the creators of certain coins are in the shadows and you don't know who they are. Um, John is on the forefront of all this. Uh, he has created a company that is exceptional. You, you can contact him on Twitter, message him and say, hey, I, I'm curious about cryptocurrency. I'm not going to invest. You can tell him that. But I just want to learn a little bit about it, and he will take the time out of his busy schedule. I mean, he runs a fucking huge company. He will take the time to sit there and say, okay, uh, clear. He'll tell tell his uh, secretary, clear my schedule out for the next 15 minutes, and he'll sit down and just have a conversation with you. That's fucking phenomenal, people. You don't get that out of CEOs today. You really don't, right? I mean, have you ever... It's it's absolutely incredible what he does for people like you and me, normal people like you and me, and his excitement yeah. shows. And uh, he's just a phenomenal guy. And so if you guys have any 
any sort of uh, inkling on wanting to learn about cryptocurrency, please go over to ryi-unity.com or go to his Twitter feed. You can type in ryiunity or uh, John Weir's name, uh, W-I-E-R. Check him out. Message him on Twitter. He'll completely have a conversation with you and show you the way to make a lot of money. Like uh, Joe said last night, me and him are literally up 33%. I After this uh, segment, Mel, I will send you the sh- screenshot and you can say, hey, he's legit. He's he's literally made a lot of money this week. And it's and thanks to him for, for doing that and showing me how to do it. Uh, it's absolutely right. insane. Uh, and if you do uh, like this podcast, please go over to Anchor dot fm forward slash game tech politics you can donate 99 cents or ten dollars it goes directly to my girls college education i don't touch a dime of it people i really don't uh i'm a single dad so i do need to help i'm not going to beat around the bush uh it, it i i just i'm my own man so i can only do so much for my girls and i want them to have a good life so you can help me out with that it will also motivate me to give out good quality broadcasts for you in the future and if you don't have the money then the the next best way to help this podcast out is share the hell out of it. I know for a fact that Mel is going to take and say, hey, there's a 69 episode out tonight. She's going to share the hell out of it. She's going to promote the shit out of it. I want you to do the same. Uh, We are literally 125th most listened to podcast in America, and it's people like Mel that has created that and helped out. Sambo, you're one of them as well. You guys have literally put this podcast on the map. I really want to thank all of you guys for doing that. How easy is it to come on my program, Mel? Oh, my God. Super easy. Just send him a line message. That yeah, is it. That's it. I, Alien <laughs> Casinos. I love every every part of this community of the West game players. Uh, you guys are more than welcome to talk about the game. If you uh, think that you're interesting, we'll see. <laughs> that's all I have to say. We'll see. <laughs> Thank you so much, Mel, for being a part of this program. Guys, thanks for listening yeah. out there. You guys have a great, wonderful week. And thank you so much for listening to Game Tech Politics. <laughs>